catching you up with the latest news around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading into this Monday morning, April 24th. I'm Elliot Trito, and this is The Point from WUFT News. UF Health is launching an artificial intelligence research initiative in radiology. By using artificial intelligence tools, it's to make radiologists work more precise and efficient. While this hopes to improve the quality and safety in a radiologist's workplace, it hopes to also solve the national staff shortage in radiologists. According to a 2022 article from Applied Radiology, the reasons for shortages vary across geographical regions, imaging modalities, and work environments, while the COVID-19 pandemic has shifted the career outlook for many imaging professionals and physicians. I spoke with Dr. Reza Forgani about how UF Health and Nuance Communications Incorporated are working together to solve this issue. Our lab has been focused both in basic research and development and deployment of AI. As you can imagine, there's a lot of excitement about AI. But one of the things about AI is that if we want to have it in a way that actually impacts the health system, patients, it's not just about the tools working theoretically. It's also about being able to deploy them and make them work in a clinical environment. And that's going to be one of our areas of focus. And this partnership that we just uh, achieved uh, with Nuance is going to help in that. So can you tell me more about what Nuance Communications Incorporated does? So Nuance's Precision Imaging Network is about bringing all of the data that's there. I think, I think that's a broader vision in the, you know, in the patient's uh, electronic medical record, leveraging it to use to enhance diagnosis, safety, and just make healthcare processes more seamless. Uh, you know, this includes Nuance is one of the major, major providers of voice recognition software. In case you're not familiar in radiology, when we analyze images and provide a diagnosis, that's in form of a written report. These are done fairly fast because we use voice recognition. But of course, that the area is an area where we can leverage and improve further, increase turnaround times, increase accuracy. That's one area of Nuance's expertise. With Precision Imaging Network, they've also gone broader into other aspects of radiology workflow. One of the issues with AI is if you get an algorithm, let's say, I don't know, you have a brain scan and we have an AI tool that will help us make us more accurate or let's say triage for abnormalities that need to be flagged and looked at rapidly. Integrating that into the health system is not a straightforward thing. It will also get more challenging as we have a lot of AI tools as you can imagine, hospitals are not IT companies, right? And managing all these servers, all of these are challenges. Precision Imaging Network is a platform that essentially allows deployment of various algorithms and their orchestration. So it makes it better organized. It makes it more seamless and more efficient. I would say it should make it less costly for the hospital because now rather than having to manage multiple servers, now it's one platform deploying many others. So there are lots of advantages, and this goes really to the heart of bringing the tools in the clinical arena to help our patients. In your experience, how long does it usually take for a patient to get their diagnosis? You know, that varies, and there are lots of factors based where is this scan being done and the reason. Obviously, urgent scans done from the emergency room are going to prioritize. It also has health system issues. For example, if there are shortages, right now there's a national shortage of radiologists that can impact it. You know, at the UF, at UF, 
in the, for let's say emergency department scans, we typically give a preliminary report less than half an hour. I mean, there, there can always be exceptions, but that's the thing. And we have a final report within an hour. That's our typical turnaround time for emergency scans. And that's really feasible because of this type of technology. And the better the technology gets, the better that is. And that's one thing, although one reason I mentioned that is because, you know, images are available. So people like to do AI on them, right? But when you think, how does that take, how does use clinically and what is our work product is really the report and ignoring that part really sometimes can append using it in real life practice. And at the same time, it's an opportunity for us because all of those steps are steps that with technology, we can improve, we can make more accurate, more timely, and that also in, in, uh, improves uh, patient care and turnaround times. If you look nationally, there are hundreds of job postings in, I would say, most, if not all of the major radiology subspecialties. So it's a national phenomenon. As you can imagine, with technology getting better, people want more objective tests, right? So more and more diagnostic imaging tests are ordered. And that has sort of gone, grown faster than we can train radiologists. And again, one area where with AI, we can potentially gain efficiency and address a critical problem. Doing this kind of research and collaboration, I'm sure this will kill two birds with one stone by having a quicker response time while solving the national shortage issue, right? That's right. I think as AI starts to achieve its potential, that's exactly what it will do. Actually, it will, it will go even beyond that because as you can imagine, you have more volume. We are, have to look at thousands of images. There's also more potential for error. And I think one thing AI can do is make us more efficient, keep safety or even potentially enhance quality by helping us do things that you can't do by the human eye. And also some of these staffing issues. Now, one of the things, and this is, I think, where I want to highlight the strength of University of Florida. As you know, we are a college of medicine embedded within the campus with lots of expertise. We have partnerships with, you know, companies like NVIDIA. We have a supercomputer. To achieve this, you need to understand the workflow. And that was part of what I was getting into. This is not just an, you know, image analysis tool. This is a tool to help patients. It needs to take into account everything. We are uniquely positioned here at the Rail Lab at the University of Florida to explore and develop these things. And the partnership with partners such as Nuance is going to help that because some of that technology is going to be in the industry domain. Why do you think there are staffing shortages? You know, it's a complex question. I don't know if I have a perfect answer. I think in radiology specifically, if you look compared to most specialties, the usage of scans has really exponentially grown. My guess is that's a big contributor. But, you know, there have been changes in attitude towards work generally. Some are generational. Some are have to do after the pandemic. I think that that has also impacted things. Um, and, you know, and the other thing is that to train a specialist takes a long time. So just let's take me. So I have an MD and a PhD. Not, the PhD is not required to practice. The MD is four years, right? But after medical school, typical radiology residency is five years. And depending on the type of subspecialty training you do, that could be one to two years. So I did a two-year fellowship. Now you can imagine the time it takes to plan for that, right? So all of these combined, I believe, have contributed to the national shortage of experts. But you know, in some ways, it seems to be also in other domains. I mean, you would know that it seems like there is just a general lack of, you know, labor right now. When do you think this collaboration will start to see some success? 
So we formally executed the agreement this January. Uh, and uh, right now we are planning a three-year collaboration. It's a work in progress and it's got different milestones. I see certain things, certain deliverables are going to be achieved this year. The infrastructure we are using, because we again, we are very unique. We have a research environment that simulates the clinical workflow. I would say like very few places have that. And we also have similar technology in the clinical domain. So we can take advantage and when something is ready, accelerate deploying that for patient care, right? Because that obviously has, depending on the type of certain things require FDA regulation, all of those things we have to take into account. I would say that we are already doing things that are cutting edge. We are helping optimize these platforms. And uh, if all goes as well, I know that we are already starting to use the platform to deploy some AI algorithms, which is one of the intended uses. We'll, of course, work with Nuance as one part of our collaboration to enhance that, to make that more optimal. And I do foresee us bringing additional algorithms within the year to help patients. That's on the patient side. On the research side, of course, we're working on various research and development projects. Some of them are also on more efficient reporting, uh, which, as you can imagine, it can be very relevant. In the long term, there are also other tools, safety tools, like following up results to make sure something found us in the emergency department, you go have a scan because you had an accident, we find something needs a follow-up, some of those fall through the cracks. There are tools available that avoid that. So we're also working on deploying those um, in our system as a leader, both just in healthcare in general, I think UF, but also in AI. So really using everything we have, all the arsenal to have a state-of-the-art patient care here at UF. That was Dr. Reza Forgani about how UF Health and Nuance Communications Incorporated are working together to use artificial intelligence to get patients' diagnosis faster and solve the nationwide staff shortages for radiologists. Now let's catch you up in today's stories from around the state. The City of Gainesville and its Utility Advisory Board organized a special meeting on Friday to discuss the local utility authority bill. The Main Street Daily News reports that Mayor Harvey Ward and Gainesville Commissioner Cynthia Chestnut urged community members to contact their state representatives to oppose the bill and then to spread the word to other cities with municipal utilities. Introduced by State Representative Chuck Clemens, the bill authorizes the governor to appoint a five-member independent authority to manage GRU instead of the city commission. Between July and December 2022, the free speech advocacy group Penn America reports Florida school districts banned 357 titles. According to WUSF Band of the USA, the nonprofit group, Penn America reports Florida is second only to Texas in the amount of books removed from public school shelves. Casey Meehan, the lead author of the report, says legislation like the Stop Woke Act and the Parental Rights in Education Law, known by critics as Don't Say Gay, has had a chilling effect on educators. And finally, Vice President Kamala Harris visited Miami last week to roll out $78.7 million in spending for 16 climate change initiatives affecting the Sunshine State. According to Florida Politics, the money will come from the Commerce Department and will be administered by NOAA via the Biden administration's Climate Ready Coast initiative funded through the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law with additional funds leveraged from the Inflation Reduction Act.
subscribe to the Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org to subscribe and view the most recent issues. I'm Elliot Trito, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications. Have a great Monday.